pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh my God, it's early. Wake me up. Wake me up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake me up. Wake me up. Wake up. Rob Thompson. You don't believe the other way in transition to the back oh. the left hand slam. I want some nasty. Rudy J. Cowboys win. How else would you settle this game? How about this, Cowboys? each day as if it were on purpose. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning. Hey, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. It's R&R in the morning, a victorious edition. He is Rudy, I am Rob, Easy e the bachelor from Babylon, Hafner on the other side of the double-pane glass. Cowboys win going away. We love Mondays like this, so let's treat them appropriately with the star power it does deserve. Todd Archer of ESPN and Dallas Cowboy coverage joining us for his weekly morning, Todd. No East Coast, West Coast flights, a comfortable home wake-up. Uh, absolutely. I, you know, it's funny. I was driving home from the game last night. It was still light out. I'm like, I could use more of these noon home games. This was nice. Yeah, you know, McCarthy likes the noon game too, uh, Todd. So I guess y'all got something in common there. Uh, well, I, I'm sure he likes every game. I like the noon game because I get to wake up early and talk to you guys. So when it's, you know, a 3 o'clock or a night game, I'm, <laughs> I'm done for. So. Hey, Todd, um, last night, Steve Kerr had to make the decision for the first time in Chris Paul's career to not start him. Are we there with Tyron Smith? Yes. Even when he comes back healthy. Because, I mean, if we're going to preach continuity, then let's have continuity. And I know that sounds crazy, Todd. So I hear you I hear you pausing. No, I, but is it time? It, it, well, no, you got me pausing because it was a good question that I wasn't, I wasn't ready for. But I'll also <laughs> say – the dude who replaced him, Chuma Doga, didn't finish the game because of an injury. Right. And who knows what his status will be this week. Um, the way it was explained to me is Tyron wanted to play, and the oh. doctors held him out. Oh, so okay. he was ready to go, and then it was the doctor who just said, no, 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 no. And, and after the game, look, Jerry's going to say what he's going to say, but he's like, if this were the Super Bowl, he would have played. Yeah, I get you, Jerry. They don't have to play another game in six months or whatever <laughs> it is after that. So you're not there's not a game after the Super Bowl. So it's a little different. Um, I, I get what you're saying, but I still think you just roll them out as much as you can okay. because he's still your best option over Chuma, Doga, Awesome, Richards, whoever you want to put out there. Um, but that's a, you got me thinking. That one, you, you 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 got me on that one. It was that's not a. Because you know he's going to miss how many, yes. how many more games. It's going to happen. Funny, every time he misses these games, it kind of costs him more money because he's got money tied into playtime incentives and if they mm. make the playoffs and yada, yada, yada. So um, That's why he wanted to play. 
<laughs> that may, be, may have been part of the reason. I, I hope it's not the only reason. I don't think it is with, with Tyron because if you think about it, his contract was such a deal for the Cowboys over the length of it um, that if it really was about the money, he would have gotten a, waited for a bigger deal that, that he signed back in whenever the hell that year was. That seems like forever ago. That's Todd Archer joining us for our weekly. You, you know, when you get a win like this, and certainly you're going to hear over and over this week complimentary football, I don't know what we expected from that Ram offense, but I didn't think we expected so little. Uh, but the defense at least started the game strong. What were the adjustments? Did they talk about it post game after that first three snaps where it was just uh, free for all headed toward Dak, and then suddenly they turned off that spigot and the offense began? What What did they do? Did they yeah. talk about it? Yeah, I asked Tyler Smith, "What did you guys adjust?" He's like, "We didn't adjust anything. We just talked. Uh, we just communicated mm. better." So, you know, when it comes down to that, you're like, okay, I mean, think about that first drive, right? If there's not that penalty, that that, that is the world's worst. I mean, your quarterback got sacked on three of the first four plays. Like, I mean, it, it, or, or I guess two of the first, well, whatever it was, but it was bad. And, you know, you that's not the way you want to start a game. And all of a sudden, they end that, that drive, obviously, with a touchdown that kind of came out of nowhere. And, if, again, that penalty... Does that, I mean, you hate to think like a 23-point win comes down to one illegal contact penalty right. on the fourth snap of the game, but is that, does that change the context of how this thing goes? Maybe the Cowboys still win, but I don't know if they're going to score 43 mm. points. I don't know if there's going to be that pick six. I don't know if there's going to be a safety, and I don't know if there's going to be the, the C.D. Lamb touchdown all within, what was that, like a, a three-minute span or whatever the heck it was. So, um it's yeah that was not the start they wanted and let's put it this way if they start this that way against the eagles it's gonna be a long night yeah see that's the thing with this with this particular team Todd. when they've had the, the the two games they had adversity you know they got beat up on but the other five you know they're just these quick starts which i'm i'm really not used to under mccarthy they just kind of run away and hide especially at home right i mean you, you look at it 30 to 10 to the Jets, 38 to 3 against the Patriots, and now 43 20 against the Rams. Like, I, I don't remember covering the team as long as I've covered them, games that have just been blowouts like that. Like, you know, the game's over by the second quarter. Um, but I don't know what McCarthy's doing to, to, to bottle that up. And what the funny thing is, to me, like you mentioned the fast starts, and I think of the defense. Well, the defense has allowed points on their first possession the last five games. Oh. They allowed points in their first possession in five games all of last year. So maybe the defense needs to kind of figure it out a little bit early on and, and get, get going from the beginning. And again, I'll bring it back to because it will be a different story against Philadelphia next week in Philadelphia. That is Todd Archer of ESPN joining us here on San Antonio Sports Star. Uh, trade deadlines tomorrow. Um, anything happen or you heard anything over the last 36 hours make you think that the, the Cowboys just hoping the phone rings but aren't really shopping? I, I think there's calls being made and people are calling them and, you know, there's communication going on. Um, and not just taking Jerry at his word but talking to other people in the organization. I don't think anything happens uh, right now with these guys. Uh, specifically, Jerry was asked about the running back spot mm -hmm. after the game. He's like, no, happy with our running backs. Don't. You'll never preclude anything, but the running back is, quote, not on the radar. So I'll mm. take him at his word on that one. So for all the people 
hoping for Derrick Henry. <laughs> that doesn't look like it's going to happen. Um, Jerry said the biggest position to need is offensive line depth. We can go back to our sure. Simon Smith conversation. Um, yet on the about two minutes earlier when we were talking to Jerry, he was saying, I really love our offensive line depth. So if you can figure out how Jerry's mind works, y'all will be the richest people. You'll be richer than Jerry. Um, so, it, you take, again, take that for what it's worth. And, and then on defense, yeah, maybe they go out of corner. But I'll, I'll, for all the people who want to connect all these big names, it's the cap is not an excuse. Like, teams can do whatever they want against the salary cap. Yep. But you have to at least think about it. And who they have coming up that you want to pay, like C.D. Lamb, Micah Parsons, some of these other guys, that if you add some of these guys with big money, like Devontae Adams, the dudes do $87 million over the next three years. It's, it, it, so if you're going to sign him, C.D. Lamb's gone. You know, it, Great point. It, it's, so think of all that. To me, if they're going to add a guy, it's a guy in the last year of his contract where the cost won't be as prohibitive from a – compensation, draft pick compensation, or even his money. Um, so that's why Derrick Henry, okay, I could put two and two together on that one. But I, I just think you're, you're going to see them, unless something, shoot, does someone call, does Minnesota call for one of their backup quarterbacks? Uh, now that Kirk Cousins is hurt? Yeah, good point. Uh, uh, you know, oh, again, I'm just throwing I see out, you working but, there, though, Todd. I see you working. Uh, I like the sound of now, something up. Let me ask you this, Todd. Uh, San Francisco week, it was... Everybody, you know, is it going to be the same approach? You know, they didn't they didn't shy away from how big of a game it was. Do you see the same thing in this Philly week, or will they kind of temper that because of how that all played out? Yeah, after the game, everybody I asked was kind of tempered about it. Okay, Tyler Smith, it's just another game. They're an elite team. We're an elite team. We got to bring our A game. Even Jerry's like, I don't want to poke the bear. Uh, the, the comment that led to the Dak stuff where Dak couldn't believe what Jerry was saying. And, and, you know, but Dak was the one that's like, look, I'm excited for this. But, but, I, but it was different in the way of the San Francisco deal where that's the team that's ended your season the last two years. There's a lot of pent-up emotion there. I think with the Eagles, as good as they've been, I don't think the Cowboys look at the Eagles as some unbeatable team. In some, not that they looked at the Niners that way, but the Niners – have beaten them in the crucial moments. Right. The Cowboys have beaten the Eagles. Zach is 8-3 and three as a starter against them. Last year, he beat them. Jalen Hurts didn't play. The Eagles beat the Cowboys. Dak didn't play. So this, this divide or gap between the Cowboys and Eagles, in my mind, isn't as big as it seems based on they went to the Super Bowl last year, they were in 14-3, all that stuff. I, I think if you look at where both teams are, this is closer than, than people think in terms of how what separates these two teams and but if the Cowboys get waxed on Sunday I mean good luck the rest of the season trying mm. to convince anybody you're for real truth that good is point. absolutely a statement kind of game that's coming up that's Todd Archer joining us CeeDee Lamb 14 targets did that that seemed there's so many that seems purposeful right or did you, you get the sense that maybe the Rams forgot 88 was going to be there I don't know but my goodness he was open all night yeah it's you know I go back to something Bill Parcells told us way back in the day if you can take somebody away if you want to take somebody away right. the Rams clearly didn't want to take him away like did they double him once no. like look at the touchdown okay Dak scrambles the dude just leaves CD in the end zone yeah like, Hey, where are you going? Like, that guy's a little more important than the dude who's 25 yards away from you. Like, 
stay on that guy. Um, but, hey, look, it's funny, after the San Francisco game, I'm sure we talked about CD's body language and what he was like on the sideline. He was ignoring everybody, standing by himself, all that kind of stuff. And, and now he's, you know, 12 catches on 14 targets, 158 yards, and two touchdowns. He and Dak have completed 82% of their passes this year. That's tied for the best in the league uh, among quarterback wide receiver duos with at least 30 attempts. So that's pitch and catch stuff. Wow. And this isn't like Charlie Checkdown and throwing the easy bubble screens and things like that. This is some difficult contested throws that, that they're connecting on. And again, better do it again against Philadelphia and who has better corners, better defense than the Rams. Hey, Todd, um, I'm joined by Todd Archie, NFL ESPN, been covering the Cowboys. A.J. Brown, six straight games, 125 yards. Up until this week, have you said to yourself watching that defense, wow, they missed Trayvon Diggs, and if and if not, will this be the first week? I mean, I, I hate to say it, this, no. I'm See, not I thank you, Todd. I didn't want to be that guy, Todd. I didn't want to be that oh, guy, but I, that I, feel guy. The, I feel the same <laughs> way. I'm like, man, you know what? I can't. I can't find it. I've never sat down since he's been out and said, damn, they missed they miss Trayvon. But, I mean, with A.J. Brown coming in, that could be different. Right. And, yeah, with Devontae Smith on the other side and, you know, Goddard and the things he can do from the tight end spot, this is as 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 stressed as the, the Cowboys' defense will be with the with the targets. But, you know, I didn't, I didn't see any of the game, the Eagles game yesterday, okay. so i got to watch that. Um, I don't know how Jalen Hurts plays. He's only scored 38 points. I'd assume the offense did, did really well. But, yeah, I mean, this is – all right, Ron Bland, can you get another pick six? <laughs> uh, you know, can you cover one of the most physical, best receivers in the league? Um, I thought yesterday what the Cowboys defense, specifically the cornerbacks did, was cover those crossing routes so well, mm. uh, either Cup or Nakua, whoever it was. And that was an issue that was giving them trouble during the year. Uh, I'm thinking specifically of Stephon Gilmore. It seemed like he struggled staying across the field with guys. Maybe the Eagles don't do that as much as some other teams, but the Brown and Smith, they're, they're going to threaten them. And maybe this is the week you say they miss Trayvon Diggs, but Deron Bland has been, he's been excellent. I don't know another way to say it. Uh, he's been outperforming most of my fantasy wide receivers. That's Todd Archer. <laughs> he, he's tied for the team lead in touchdowns, if anybody wants That's just nuts as Archer sits <laughs> wow. in with us. Uh, was there a concerted effort to get the ball downfield from Dak, especially in the middle of the field, a place that the Cowboys, quite frankly, hadn't thrown the ball? What am I seeing numbers here? 9 of 12 for 179 and four TDs with 10-plus uh, air yards on Sunday. Um, that's very different from what we'd seen previously. Uh, is that just what the Rams gave them? I, I wonder if that's one of those bi-week things, and they talk about these across-the-hall meetings. Uh, where the defense looks at the offense and the offense looks at the defense and they scout each other, where they came up and said, this is where you guys need to attack, not specifically just the Rams, but in some ways it looked more like last year's offense or, or mm. go back to other um, other years with Kellen Moore, Scott Linehan, Jason Garrett, however you want to say it. But, yeah, it, it looked like there was a more concerted effort to get the ball down the field, which was made – um, more difficult by the fact that Dak was sacked the way he was on that first drive. And McCarthy said it was testing his game plan for sure. But again, the <laughs> offensive line figured it out. And, uh, you know, again, they know they need big plays to win games. And it's hard to make a big play when you're throwing it within five yards of the line of scrimmage. You're relying on everybody to break a tackle or, or a defense to just have a, 
a, a mental breakdown uh, on a play. So they, they've got to stress the defenses more down the field. And I wonder if that was one of the bye week um, things that they came up with to say, okay, we're, we're getting a little too stagnant here on where our pass game is. He's Todd Archer. Make sure you're following everything he does at ESPN.com because if you need Cowboys info, he's your man. Thanks for stopping by, Todd. It's always a pleasure. Uh, Stay healthy. We'll talk to you next uh, Monday after a nice Philly football game. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, fellas.